Yes, it is the Final Four edition If I Were a Gambling Man podcast, now available on iTunes, which is a, a big step up for my brand as I build this thing up. Uh, Matt, Jack, here in the studio, uh, ready for the Final Four. How have you felt about the tournament so far, Matt? Uh, it's been one of the best, in my opinion, in recent years at least. I mean, I'm not a fan of the Syracuse Orange being Absolutely in the Final not. Four, but... Uh, my bracket didn't do too well this year. I think that's kind of why I've enjoyed the tournament a little more. Nothing, no pressure. You know, Arizona didn't do it for me, but... Purdue. Oh, dude, stop. Why you got to keep doing this? I know, I know. I had Michigan State winning the whole thing, so I was done early, so I was able to enjoy it. Um, and then our Terps, of course, had to break our hearts again after it looked like they were going to beat Kansas. I was hoping that... I said they'd need to make it to the Sweet 16 this year. They did it. They did what they needed to do, met the expectations, didn't exceed Still a disappointment in my mind. You have top five talent. Uh, it took too long for them to gel, although Melo might be back next year. so Exciting. Let's get this thing popping. Um, Syracuse still shouldn't have made the tournament. I don't care if they are in the Final Four. Their resume was not good enough to make the tournament. Um, but they're in the Final Four, which is infuriating to me. I don't know how you feel about it. Oh, I don't like it at all. Because it, just, it, it validates that stupid notion that, oh, the – Eighth worst team in the ACC is better than better than a mid major who had a better record, had a better RPI wins, like all that stuff. Yeah, it's um, a little ridiculous, I think. But every year it seems like there's that one team that doesn't deserve to be in it that seems to get in, and they always do. Yeah, well. it's horrible, um, and it's hilarious because you know over the last couple of years you've thought the biggest chokers in the tournament. I don't know about you, but my thoughts were uh, I think Bayheim's a big choker in the tournament. I think Bill Self's a choker in the tournament. I think Roy Williams is a big choker in the tournament. And I think Jay Wright's been a big choker in the tournament. Oh, and, yeah, definitely Jay Wright. And all four of them have, have gone far, which is just classic me putting an opinion out there and then it getting shattered almost a second after I make that. Bush? Opinion. I might be the new Mike Francesca. When I make it in this radio business, I might be the next big mush. So um, Syracuse-UNC. Now, the line on this game is seven, I believe. Uh, I thought it was higher than that. I thought it was around. Oh, 10. it's now. It's uh, it's at nine. I, I think when it, it opened at seven, it's at nine right now. Um, does Syracuse can they keep this bull crap up? I don't see why not. They made it this far. I know. They I know. Well, from, UNC is definitely better than who they play so far. Well, double digit. Virginia's a good team. Double digits down, they come back. What was that run? Twenty nine to like five or something. You know, I don't like it's Virginia. An absurd, run. especially against that defense, which is pretty impressive. Um, Syracuse is hot. Ride the ride the wave. They are hot, which is a little annoying, but they're also still not that good. And In UNC and UNC is still pretty good. Well, UNC is really deep, and you know Syracuse brings what two? They bring two guys off the bench. Carolina goes ten, eleven deep every game. So it's one of these games where if Carolina can get them in foul trouble, well, it's kind of hard to you know really draw fouls when the team's playing a zone on you. Yeah, it's a lot harder than man to man, but. I mean, they get the ball into the post there into Bryce Johnson. I mean, I think he could score 30. Uh, if their shooters are knocking down their shots, Carolina could blow them out of the water. You know, they can really get into the teeth of that zone. And, you know, they should be able to stop Syracuse on defense. They have a lot more size than them. Uh, I mean, Michael Benajay has been fantastic, but you could essentially just throw Bryce Johnson on him if you really wanted to. He's long. He may not be as quick, but he's long. He could alter his shot and make him pass out of some situations that – 
they really would Syracuse would much rather have him, you know, try to score and attack the basket. Uh yeah. And and so far this tournament, UNC has been pretty good at knocking down shots. Yeah. Uh Marcus Page was insanely hot at the beginning of that Indiana game. Me at the wreck. <laughs> you at the wreck, you're right. Uh yeah, so they've been making their tournament. They've been, they've been making their shots. Um, UNC is playing good basketball right now. Line is nine. Do you take that, or do you ride the Q's hot train? Um, I don't know. I'd probably stay away from this game. Yeah? I've been uh, you scared? cold turkey for a while <laughs> now. It's good. <laughs> it's a good feeling. A couple, Dude, a little bit. These, these, these podcasts are your fix. Yeah, a little bit. They also get know. you. They also get you going. Well, the first half line for that would probably be UNC minus five. That would be something I'd be really interested in. Yeah, because I mean, if UNC comes out hot, yeah, they've been. I mean, with the exception of round one against Florida Gulf Coast, they've been blowing teams out in the first half. Yeah, and Syracuse was down big in the first half against Virginia. Just you know that miraculous comeback. The insertion, if that's a word, of Joel M- or jo- Joel Berry into their lineup, I think has changed everything. Let, let Page go off the ball, knock down shots. Uh, I've liked Joel Berry since high school, so I'm glad to see that my love is now vindicated by him playing well in the tournament. Uh, I still don't love Roy Williams, and I don't love either one of these coaches, really. I really don't like Bayheim. I think Bayheim. I think he's a bit of a scumbag. Not, you know, Patino level. Oh, no, no, no. not there yet. No one's Patino level. Uh, but definitely two shady programs. Uh, I'm pretty sure I might even have like a 3 5 at UNC if wow. I was on the basketball team. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and then the, uh, I don't. I kind of want to talk about this for a second, but that the, the whole Coach K thing. Did you read anything about yeah, that? What the, the Dylan Brooks, the Dylan Brooks thing? Yeah, I I, saw it. I hate when he like has this like fathering mentality over these players on other teams. Like, get over They're it. They're not dude. interested in you. We they know who you are, but they we, don't. We get it, Coach K. Like, you have a lot of wins. I think Coach K is the Joe Paterno that, of whoa, whoa, of college whoa, basketball. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, I don't think. Coach K ever hit hit some uh, <laughs> child molesting, uh, or did he? Uh, yeah, <laughs> John Shire's on staff. Oh my gosh! <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, I don't like Coach K, and I think this whole shtick that he's like this ambassador of the game is complete bullcrap. Uh, so moving on, from Coach K. So so you would be enticed in a first half bet. Yes, absolutely, Caroline. I may. I may have to. <laughs> you may come out of retirement. <laughs> I may put the skates back on. Get back out there. Hey, it's like riding a bike, you know? Oh, I'll never forget. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Uh, so, nine, yeah, I would probably stay away from nine, too. But I am enticed by the first half bet. And maybe the over. 144 and a half. Can Syracuse score to keep up with that? Well, it's going to be up and Carolina's down. Carolina's going to get their 80. It's going to be an up and down game. So Well, if Carolina's not making their threes, though. Just got to start making our threes, Jackie. Um, okay. So, we're going to both, we think, we both think UNC is going to win, right? Yes. We're just not 100% confident that they cover that spread. Correct. Because uh, anything can happen. Syracuse is Syracuse. Uh, so the second game on Saturday. Oh, and by the way, we're breaking down the Final Four right now. But then we're going to get into some MLB future bets, which is exciting. I know not everyone's excited for MLB season. Five days. Five days. Sunday night. Or Sunday during the day. Yeah. Was it Pirates-Cardinals game Pirates, one? Pirates-Cardinals, one o'clock. Interesting. Uh, Kevin Segrist, <laughs> get, get in yeah, the bullpen. Hey, Tony Watson, you're yeah. gonna get you oh, you're gonna get a hold that game. Uh, aren't you? I know, I know, I know. I'm excited. Fantasy baseball, obviously in high gear. Me and Matt both have a, a high stakes fantasy draft tonight that we actually just came up with the league two hours ago. So 
but we're excited. Um, you know you're a real league when you could whip up a 12-man intense league in a span of, what, two hours? Who's that commissioner? Uh, me? <laughs> yeah, you're the assistant to the commissioner. Moving on. So we'll break down some MLB futures later. Uh, there's a lot of player props with the MLB that are quite enticing, so you're going to want to stay around for that. Villanova, Oklahoma. Now, they played earlier in the year, and Oklahoma beat him pretty soundly. Uh, it was Josh Hart against Buddy Heald. Intriguing matchup. Um, Nova is enticing, but I think I would go with Oklahoma. Yeah, I like Oklahoma as well. Um, they're getting two points right now. Which uh, is a little bit of a surprise because they'll have the best player on the floor. Yeah, I thought this game honestly would be a pick. I mean, it's in the AP poll, it's the number six against the number seven team on a neutral floor. Like yeah. That seems like a good game for and, a pick for me. And Oklahoma already Beat them yeah. soundly. Yeah, I like Oklahoma season. a lot. Uh, I would probably take the money line. Not even worry about the points. They'd probably get them at a plus one twenty, one twenty-five value. It's a great value. Um, over under also one forty-four and a half. Just like th- the next game, the Syracuse yeah. game. It's a little weird. So that's a. Uh, it's interesting. Well, Buddy also uh, became the first player to lead his team to a Final Four uh, that's averaged over twenty-five points per game since nineteen ninety when Dennis Scott did it hmm. for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. So. Um, can he get them over the hump of this Villanova team? I, I think one forty four and a half's a bit low. I yeah, mean, I mean, oh, both. I, thought, I think it's low too. Both of these teams, you know, run up and down the floor. Uh, they can all make shots. They're great guard play. Yeah, this oh, is this is gonna be guard play. Oh, uh, it's gonna be this is gonna be fun. I'm excited for this game. I don't even know if I'll be able to watch it. It's not good. <laughs> That's not good. Um, but what 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 have you made of of Buddy's run? Is it is it What's is it the most impressive tournament run you've seen since uh I guess Jimmer? Jimmer or Steph? Yeah, I mean Jimmer was after Steph, but Yeah, but I mean Yeah, Buddy's been awesome, but even when he hasn't done well, like that start against uh who's their last game against? Who they beat? Mm. No, it was against uh it was against VCU in the second round. Yeah. He started out from the floor. I think he was like 0 for eight or one of nine or something. Yeah, well like they that. have the athletes to match up with him. Oh, their team is their team is stacked, in my opinion. Oklahoma. I think right now they're the, my team that to win it. To win the whole thing? I think they are. That'd be cool for Buddy. I'd feel good for him. I like Jordan Woodard. Yeah. Uh, I like Cousins. I like that. What's that freshman's name? James? James. Last name's James, number three. They say he's going to be the next Buddy. Okay, that's abs- that's absurd. I know. I know. But, but uh, he's one of their guards. I forget his name. Um, yeah, man, th- It's going to be an, a guard game, obviously. Yeah. Between can two. Ryan, can Ryan Spangler handle Daniel Chefu down low? It's gonna be a big question because he's a man among boys. I mean, he Ochefu. made he made that Kansas front line look. Oh yeah, and, and Kansas is big. Like Kansas is, looks like he's like forty years old too. He does. He just looks old and huge. Yeah, and it's yeah. scary. I know. Well, uh, I think it was Sam Vicini on Twitter compared him to Robert Parrish, which I thought was an interesting. Daniel Chefu. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Not as great of a body jumper. T- body type. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, I, Spangler's going to have his hands full. Um, but can – like, Archie's been great. Uh-huh. But can he keep up with these Oklahoma guards? I think that Archie Diagno, if he doesn't hit his first couple shots, it, this game could spiral downhill for Villanova. Because when he hits his shots, their team, they click. Yeah. Everything's working for them. Yeah. He's like – he's the motor. They yeah. go as he goes. When he's not playing well – and you see the games that they've lost are games that he has not played very well. And he didn't really play that well against Kansas, but he came in late and hit some big-time shots. Yeah. 
See, that's what they need. They need him to hit shots and distribute the basketball a little bit for when, you know, either Brunson's on the bench or Brunson's getting, you know, he'll be covered by, he'll be covered by Woodard. Probably. Who's, well, who's, who's Buddy going to, oh, he's going to be on Josh Hart. Yeah. And then Arch will probably have Cousins on him. Yeah. And the length, I mean, Jordan Woodard's very long. I think he's only 6'3", 6'4", but he's very long um, to really disrupt some passes that Brunson may try to do. So if Arch can handle the ball like he's done in this tournament so far, really taking the pressure off Jalen Brunson, that's really going to help Villanova out. Yeah. And really the X factor, I think, for Nova so far has been uh, redshirt freshman Mikael Bridges. Oh, yeah. Came out of, I mean, all reports from him last year was that he'll get you know thrown around this league. He's too skinny. Uh, but he's come in. He's got these long ass arms that just disrupt like almost every pass. I really hate when scouts say, "Oh, he's he's too skinny. He's gonna get thrown." Around. Look at the skinny guys are the good guys. Look at Brandon Ingram. Oh my god. Even KD back in the day. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're strong, you're strong. It could be wiry strength. You don't have to be ripped. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's obviously put on some muscle, and now he's he's been a really uh, big factor in these last couple games. Had had a key late steal against Kansas to seal it. Um, I'll be curious to see how he shows up in a Final Four game. I mean, it's just crazy that Villanova's in the Final Four right now. Yeah, yeah, I really think uh, I think Chris Jenkins needs to really he needs to shoot the ball. He's got to hit a couple threes. He didn't them. shoot that well against Kansas, but he's also in no. foul trouble. Yeah, the game before that though, he was uh, money. He was red hot. And yeah. I mean, he was just chucking, and he oh, it was like you at the wreck on some yeah, days. Yeah, you, well, you we're, everywhere. we're both overweight, slightly undersized power forwards. <laughs> whatever you say dude he also should he also should be a terp but they didn't pursue him because he's not good enough yeah, now he's in the that, final four yep uh yeah chris jenkins definitely has to make shots um it's gonna be fun i'm um, uh 144 seems too low could they be trapping us as always a, as a classic a classic two fast-paced teams uh somehow getting a defensive battle yeah it just sounds vintage uh so you're gonna take if you did if you were a gambling man i am a gambling man if you're a gambling man you would take oklahoma outright outright correct outright interesting i would probably take oklahoma as well just because um buddy has been like him in big moments has shown shined even brighter than you know you know he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't wither away when the when the lights the brightest it could be like a near perfect send off for him being a senior, making it to yeah. the finals, and you know this would be just so Villanova to, yeah. you know, they've already exceeded everyone's expectations getting this far. I know, I know. And plus Oklahoma versus UNC, that'd be a pretty nice game. That would be there. really fun, really fun. Um, so we'll be, we'll both take Oklahoma, and we both won't take anything in the other game. Correct. But we think UNC is going to win. So we're about fifteen minutes in on this podcast, and I'm ready to talk baseball. Oh yeah, it's I've about been, that I've time. been ready to talk baseball for about three months now. I know, I know, and you just can't do it because it's like not- you say you say something about like a guy who hasn't been in the major leagues for like five years, and someone looks at you like you have eight heads. Yeah, it's like who's that guy? It's like oh, he's like the starting second baseman for like a year now. They're like oh, I don't know who that is. It's the greatest. So many random players get finding new homes. Daniel Murphy, no, stop. <laughs> Stephen Drew, all the <laughs> the Nats brought in like. A bunch the, of studs. The all 2012 team. Well, besides Daniel Murphy's uh, monster playoff last year, which complete was a complete bullcrap. Nats are going to win the NL East this year. That is one of our futures bets. That they're going to win. I think we're both sort of enticed by it. They were, what, minus? Minus 105. 105, and, and the Mets were minus 130. Yeah. Um, it seems like, well, if you're a believer in the Sports Illustrated curse, which I assume you are because it completely screwed the Nats last year, yeah, they had uh, on the cover this year. It was, it was uh, Degrom, Familia, and 
Harvey. Was it Harvey? I think it may have been Harvey. Well, I watched. Or Syndergaard. I think it was Harvey. But there's been talks this year. So far, DeGrom's velo has been really down. Yep. I watched Familia throw against the Nats today. He was really bad. Like, it was. He loaded up the bases with one out, walked two guys. And he was. And he was throwing 91. That's you can't have that from your closer. Well, supposedly with DeGrom, it's been like uh, he kind of took the whole winner off because of the whole World Series thing and the workload. And uh, he's kind of just regaining his velocity now. And supposedly he's also been working on some new pitches and he's trying to get more movement on his fastball. So maybe that's why his velo is down. Um, but the number one sign of arm trouble is losing velocity. So. Yeah, that happened to us freshman year, right? <laughs> Fresh. And Blue, third year with the baseball. <laughs> arm was killing us. Okay, so what should we start with first? Uh, you want to do regular season win totals? Sure. Okay. Are we going to do every team? Uh, I don't think we can do every team. I can just list a couple teams here, ones that I think are uh, interesting here. Uh, okay. So the Baltimore Orioles, a team that I think pretty highly of, a team that I think can compete for the American League. Still don't have one ace, which boggles my mind. Yeah, they got a good offense, though. They got pitchers oh, that can get it done, good bullpen. Their offense is stacked. Uh, their win total is set at 79 and a half. And the over is plus 130. And they're a team that I think for sure are going to be 500 or better. Man, the AL East is just loaded with bats. See, that's that's the problem is they're going to be, can their pitching handle the bats of the Jays, the Red Sox? I guess I'll throw the Yankees in there just for cart. But got, the Rays will be, you know, oh, scrappy. They'll be, they'll be their normal, their normal, their normal selves. So 79 and a half. See, the, the problem is, is that Tillman's their ace, mm. which in the AL East is going to be a problem. Correct. But they still have O'Day. Mattis, Britain, Britain, all in that pen. So that's uh, that's intriguing. Plus, I mean, they brought in Trumbo. Uh, they can bob. They're they're a home run hitting team. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Machado's still there. I like the Orioles. Seventy nine and a half. See, I can't see that team being under five hundred. That's what I'm saying. So no matter how good the AL East is, yeah, the Rays, they're going to be the bottom dwellers. Probably the yeah. Jays' offense. I mean, they'll. They're my they're my pick to win the division still, but yeah. the Yankees carp super high on them. I'm not so much. I think they're good. Don't get me wrong, but are they? Uh, he was getting mad. We were watching ESPN the other day, and they the analysts had their picks for the division wins yeah, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. wild card, and no one picked the Yankees. He was all butthurt about that. Yeah, well, you know, Nate Evaldi, the uh, Hall of Famer. He is a sleeper. <laughs> oh, first off, who has dibs on Evaldi tonight? There's four of us that want him. Is somebody going to have to crack before the last round to take him? It's going to be me. Carp will take him probably in the second yeah, round. Carp will take him early. Okay, so Nate the Snake of Aldi is definitely a sleeper. Okay, so we'll take we'll both take the over of the Orioles. I mean, plus 130 is too much value not to. It's a lot of value. I like that. I like the Orioles. Uh, a team I think is not going to be that good this year, the Chicago White Sox. Um, they're getting 80 and a half wins, and the under is plus 115. Well, it's uh, not as strong of a division. Although it's getting better, I mean, I like. Well, they, I li- they have the Indians win total eighty five and a half over. Oh, so you think the Indians? Are I'm really, good. really, really high on the Indians. This okay, year. well, the Indians are good. The Royals are good. The Tigers are going to be better. Their offense is stacked now. Has to be better. Like Chicago, the White Sox, I think are fourth place at the at best. Yeah, eighty uh, and, and a half. You think they're going to go eighty one and eighty one in that division? In that in the American and League? the Twins are good too. Oh my God! Yeah, it's a stacked American League. Yeah. Uh, so you're thinking the under there. I'm thinking the under, all right. <laughs> if you were a gambling man, you might put a, a small wager on the under. If, yeah, if. Uh, are you doing that right now? No. <laughs> Emails. Uh, 
So eighty and a half for the White Sox. Well, they brought in Todd Frazier. Uh, they brought in thirty-eight-year-old Jimmy Rollins to play shortstop. Wow. <laughs> they lost Jeff Samarja. Well, they lost Adam Adam LaRoche. So. They lost Alexi Ramirez, Adam LaRoche. They have Brett Laurie playing God Eddie infield position. This guy's the worst. <laughs> He's been like been a projected twenty twenty guy for I feel like eight years. He's a guy I'm interested in tonight. So yeah, have fun. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, what else is next? Um. Yeah, hold on one second here. I just gotta show you that right there. It's been placed already. <laughs> yeah, mid, mid a, podcast. Mid podcast. Why not? Yeah, I mean, hey, it's not. It's not gonna go through to what October. I know. I know. All right. So yeah, another one um, that I really liked: the Los Angeles Angels, a team that I'm pretty high on. That not I think a- I think the West is a little weaker than everybody thinks it is. Well, the Rangers are clearly. See, I don't think else. the Rangers are that good. Oh, I think they're great. I don't like the. I love the Rangers. I like the Angels. Their win total is eighty and a half. The overs even plus a hundred, and I think I think the Angels are going to compete for their for the AL West. If you crown. had to choose between these two pitchers to win one game, who would you choose, Cece or Jared Weaver? Why are you throwing Cece in this? Because they're two washed up pitchers. Jared Weaver wouldn't be throwing this game. Yeah, he's like seventy. There's like seventy eight right now. I think. I think that's what he tops out at. The Angels needed a one game. They'd be throwing Garrett Richards out there, hey, pumping was, 99 with it cutters. Was, it was just a hypothetical. And uh, in that situation, I would take Jared Weaver still. Interesting. Uh, so Garrett, obviously the ace. Uh, Hector Santiago is an interesting piece. I mean, he was an all-star last year. Yeah, he's, he's a good little pitcher. Uh, Matt Shoemaker had a really, really bad last year. And how do I know that, Matt? Because I drafted him in the ninth <laughs> round. And he was terrible. Terrible. I, I dropped him. I need a rebound year from C.J. Wilson. Well, he's starting the year on the, see, on like, the shelf. See, he's been done for a couple years. I think yeah. we all know that. Uh, but obviously they have that Trout guy who seems to be okay. Um, Pujols is finally he's he's healthy. Play some first base. DH. He was great last year uh, when he had his first fully healthy offseason. Get ready. Interesting team. Not ready to take the over though. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I really like. I like Cole Calhoun. Yeah. I like Eric Ibar. I like my man Yunel Escobar. One of my favorite players. Of course. Uh, man hasn't struck out in spring training. Like that's that's impressive. That's actually pretty good. All so right. you're gonna take him tonight? Late. He. You see my sheet here. He's listed on my sheet right, for. Don't show me the sheet. I don't need your cheat sheet. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. The New York Mets. How can we not talk about them? New York Mets was it eighty nine and a half. Eighty nine right? and a half. No way Under. to get ninety wins this year. Under. No way. Yeah. I mean. Uh. Uh-uh. I could see them just imploding. I mean, the NLE sucks, but they have they had one good oh. e- they had one good year. They had one good year. That's too many. Wins. And they have a great staff, but they're one injury away or two injuries away. People are also they're sleeping on the net. Can't sleep on the Nats. People are absolutely sleeping on the Nats. I've been very impressed. Watch by out their... for Dusty Big. Hey, the Nats got their twentieth win of spring training today. Yeah, and Anthony 20. Anthony Rendon has been unbelievable. Oh so. yeah. So don't touch him tonight. on the list. Don't touch him. <laughs> You'll get your third baseman in the first round. Oh, I better. I better. <laughs> All right. So Mets under. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, you have to love the staff. Uh, they, they their offense still leaves me with a lot to be desired. Lucas Duda can do it. Mm-hmm. And I hope this is the year he puts it together one time. Um, Wright has been going down for a couple of years. Granderson was great last year. Cespedes is <laughs> the worst center fielder defensively. Oh, that play today was embarrassing. That was Brutal. I mean, the wind was bad. He cost him a World bad. Series, too. I mean, he completely changed the dynamics of it. Um, so Cespedes is going to hit his classic 25-plus homers, but I still don't think their offense is enough. And you've placed another wager during a podcast. 
<laughs> Love it. Why not, right? Love it. Okay, so Mets under. I might join you on that one a little bit. Uh, hey, we could do it mid podcast. I might have Don't to forget do it. about. I it. might have to do it for my hometown team. <laughs> Speaking of my hometown team, yeah, the Phillies over under sixty five and a half. Four and a half. Okay, getting lower. <laughs> Even better, right? Even better odds. Uh, I feel pretty confident that they're going to go over sixty four and a half wins. Yeah. Because, I mean, right now they have, uh, you know, it's not that pretty right now. But midseason additions could be number two prospect in baseball, J.P. Crawford at shortstop. Um, Nick Williams, who they got in the Cole Hamels deal, has been tearing it up. He might be called up midseason or after the trade deadline. Uh, and Jake Thompson, their number one starter in the minor leagues, he could get brought up after they trade Hellickson or Charlie Morton at the deadline. That should improve the team. Even right now, I mean, they're going to have probably the worst bullpen in the history of baseball. It's it's an embarrassment. You have Ernesto Frieri. Remember him? He was good six years ago. Oh, well, I know, I know Ernesto. They have Andrew Bailey, who was really elite about six years ago. Um, they have Jake Russell, who's an interesting lefty. It's basically a collection of old closers who haven't been good in years. That there's... Who was the guy that I saw the other day they said is having a shot? It's on the... Hino, Spanish or Hino, Hino Jasara or something. Yeah. He's like Cuban. Uh, he has a good story. Interesting stuff. He could be a closer. Uh, you could be a closer for them. David Hernandez could be a closer for them. It's just... it's Anybody it's, that get, that gets cut by any major league team absolutely. could be the Phillies closer. Absolutely. If you have a little bit... Like they brought in Will Venable yesterday. Anyway. And I liked him like five years ago. But, you know, Mike Franco. I don't know if you've seen his... His uh, spring training on the list. He's leading. He's leading the MLB in homers. Oh yeah, I'm. A, oh, I'm aware. No big deal. He is a a budding superstar and the next Manny. I'm gonna call him the next Manny. That's absurd. Of baseball. That's absurd. Why? Because he's why la- is absurd? Because he's lazy. He's not lazy. He's great. Similar hairstyle. Yeah, just like his, I think their swings. They, they hit everything. Dude, uh, Manny used to have know. great plate coverage, and I think, yeah, Manny, I think was, Manny was awesome. Okay, so he's, he's an expert. But he was also so. real lazy and you know did yeah. stupid stuff. Yeah. All right, well, I got one more, one more win total I really like. What's it? It's an under. I got one more that I really like. Okay, wait. Are you taking the Phillies over or not, dude? You just saw what I showed you on my phone. I thought is that the Phillies? Yeah. Oh my bad. Yeah. I'm gonna take that too. With okay. You. Um, one more I really like. Spoke earlier. Tampa Bay Rays, bottom dweller, right? Probably. Eighty-two and a half wins. Why? Why? I don't know. Why? Do they know something? I don't know. I mean, like they they, a, they're underrating the Orioles. Their staff's good. Every team in the in the AL East is over eighty wins. What's Boston? Is that even possible? Tampa Bay or well, Baltimore's at seventy nine and a half. Boston's probably at eighty two, eighty three, because I think David Price is the savior. Yeah, I don't know about that. And they can't have, win in free agents. And they haven't seen Rick Porcello this <laughs> this spring. Boston's eighty six and a half. Wow. The Yankees, the Yankees are eighty five and a half. The Jays are eighty six and a half. Over. Well, that's too loaded of a division. Eighty two and a half for the Rays and seventy nine and a half for the O's. Yes. Yeah, so that's not happening. Can that, is that even like mathematically possible for f- five teams in over eighty wins? Uh, I don't know. It's gonna, I don't it's think pretty, that's possible. It's pretty weird. I mean, uh, you just have to dominate the. The other divisions, then. Yeah, but you got to win like every game out of the division. So Rays to place a wager here. I like the under of that as well. I mean, they they got good staff. I mean, Archer's a number one. Legit Alex Cobb's back, coming back. Matt Moore has never really been that good. Uh, Jake Odorizzi he's a good pitcher. I like him. Um, they've got a good, cute little staff. But Brad Boxberger's out eight weeks, so <sighs> that means it's Alex Colomb's, uh closing games and Danny Farquhar as the uh, setup guy. 
Um, they still have Steven Souza, who <laughs> saved. What a waste! Thank, thank you, Tampa Bay. Saved Jordan trade. Zimmerman. Thank you. Saved Jordan Zimmerman's perfect game or no hitter two years ago. Um, not in love with that team. Their offense is pretty brutal. I like Kevin Kiermeyer, but yeah. I like the bringing in Corey Dickerson, another good outfield. They have a good outfield. Yeah, yeah. And Dickerson's intriguing, but he's also put up insane numbers in Colorado. Do they still have a is Desmond Jennings still there? Is he, he, be, is he that third outfielder? He's been a bust. Who's gonna be that third outfielder then? Well, it's gonna be Souza, Dickerson, oh, yeah, Sousa. and Kiermeyer. Yeah, well, Souza's an idiot. <laughs> he's I don't know. The Nationals absolutely trade raped them and got in that deal with the Padres and the Rays. Oh well, yeah, they got Trey Turner and. And Joe, Joe Ross. Oh, love Joe Ross. Love Joe Ross. Wait, so you said the Nats. Nats well, is 88 and a half. That's pretty high, too. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think know about that. They might be like in the 90s. I mean, a team has to win over 90 games, right? Yeah, and pray it's not the Mets. What about the Dodgers? Uh, because I think I don't think the, Dodger, the Dodgers aren't favored. I think the, the, the Giants, Giants should be. They're 88 and a half as well. That's high, but I like them. I like The Giants every even year, 2012, 2014. You know World who else Series. is every even year? Don't say the Phillies. Phil Mickelson. Oh. All right. We'll be talking Masters now. We might have to talk Masters next week on the pod. Dodgers Dodgers wins are oh, 89 and a half. That is insanely high. Have you seen their staff right now? Well, they don't have Grinky anymore. I think you're the their fifth. offense isn't I think you're the great. fifth starter. I think they just announced that yesterday. Guess what the unders? Plus 100. Oh, my God. Take it. Oh, my God. Just, just hammer it right now. <laughs> Dude, there's, their starting staff's terrible. I'm hammering it. I mean, it's it's Kershaw, and it's Kazmir, it's Kenta Maeda, how Heck, you say his name from, uh, I think, Korea? Yeah, I, that Medea guy or whatever. They Medea almost got guy. Iwakumo, which would have been great. And Brett Anderson's hurt again. Oh, what? They still got Brandon McCarthy? I don't know. I think they got McCarthy. I don't back. know. Bullpen's, I mean, Jansen's good. But oh, I, got a, I got a bunch of future bets out right now. You know what? A future, well, it depends on what it is, but the Mariners. I kind of like the Mariners. You like the Mariners. I kind of like the Mariners this they year. They were 82 and a half. Mm, it seems high. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. You don't like the Rangers, though, which I'm a little surprised by. They're only 83 and a half. They're still the Rangers? Yeah, dude, I told you. I don't oh, like the Rangers this year. Oh, my Lanza. Yeah. They have, ooh, Japanese baseball's back. Stop, stop, stop. It's back. Stop. Live for Japanese baseball. Uh, but, uh, see, the Rangers have a great one-two punch in Hamels and Darvish. I wouldn't call it great. It's great. I wouldn't call it great. Darvish is still hurt. Stop. Um... Holland's interesting. I don't know. Their staff's not great. They have Chichi Gonzalez coming up. But uh, they still have, I like their bullpen a little bit. I think Keon Kella is going to be good. Hmm. Ever heard of him? What about, uh, like what about Jake Diekman? Stop. Well, he's great. For, he's, up, man? He was great for them down the down the line, but uh, yeah. or down the uh, stretch run last year. But don't expect much from Jake Diekman. But that offense, I mean, Odor is a monster. I like I like Rugnet Odor. I know. A lot. I see him on your yeah. little Stop sheet over there. Stop looking at my sheet. I don't have to look oh at your sheet. God. I know every good player. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, dude. How many how many times do you want your fantasy league? Dude, I it's it's different. All right. It's different. Rebuild your number three for Jack. You don't know anything about my league. So uh Andrus it's it's at short. Beltray at third, still loaded. Uh Moreland's gonna have a nice little year. I like year. Mitch Moreland a lot. Uh Josh Hamilton's back. Ian Desmond Left field, Delino to Shields. Don't doubt him. Don't, don't you, doubt Ian. Don't talk. Don't take Delino. He's mine. Well, he's not on the list, but now Good. he is. Delino to Shields could realistically bat two ninety with fifteen plus home runs and have sixty plus stolen bases. He is great. And if you need a fantasy, you know, guy you see on the waivers and you need stolen bases, Delino is your guy. And he's going to be starting center fielder, starting leadoff 
for a team that's going to score a lot of runs, you're going to get a lot of runs via the line of the Shields Jr. So that's my case for the Rangers. Okay. Nice. Well, Eight, I don't like them still. So eighty-three and a half. So suck it. Um, any any other futures of teams that are pretty uh, intriguing? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Pirates eighty-six and a half is kind of high. Tough division. Uh, I mean, tough top of the division. You got Chicago and St. Louis. Clearly, I still think the one two. Yeah, Pirates at three. I mean, then it's weak at the bottom. Milwaukee, Shoot, Cincinnati. Yeah, they're not very good. Um, what are the Cubs? Oak, I think Oakland's win total is pretty high. They're not. They're seventy five and a half, and they they might be. The, I think they only won seventy last year, and they didn't get any better. They might be the worst team in baseball. Seventy five and a half is pretty darn high, it and is. it's minus one forty for the over. So people they're really high on the A's for some reason. Are we smarter than Vegas? Because this seems, it seems like this seems more ironic. Future bets, like I feel like I know of all that it's <laughs> it's bad. Although NFL future bet took a uh, two months ago Laquan Treadwell draft position over the. Eight. Eight and a half pick. It's gone way over. He may not. He's. I've heard he's fallen to the late first round now. Yeah. So that's almost a lock. Has Corey should have put more. Ha, on. Has Corey Coleman jumped him yet? Uh, no. I've been. I saw Michael Thomas, and possibly Doc Josh Doxson, which would really piss me off because I really <laughs> like Josh Doxson. Uh, okay. Any other ones? Um, not, not that many that I'm really interested in. The yeah, Royals eighty four and a half seems low. They just won the freaking World Series and didn't know. lose anyone. All right, we're going to put 40 on every single one of these because they seem too low. Well, you, you saw me here. I was placing them as we uh, said. I know. I know. I know. All right. All right, so let's get into some should we do players or divisions. Let's go to players. Okay. Let's talk, a little, let's talk some players here. Let's do it. So do you want to talk hits, home runs? Uh, let's do homers because I was looking at that yesterday. Know, pitcher, pitchers wins we can get into. Wins, oh, is, wins. wins is the dumbest stat sport, so – we could do odds to win the Cy Young MVP. Let's do let's do homers first. Okay. Because I saw one that I was really intrigued with. And who what player was that? Carlos Correa. Carlos I'm pretty Correa. sure it's twenty seven and a half. Yeah. The guy hasn't hit twenty seven home runs his whole career. I don't bank on him doing it now. He's never been a great home run hitter. And that's my case. Just a very good hitter. He's an he's insanely Not a huge good hitter. power hitter though. No. No. Uh I also thought Harper's was too low. I think it was thirty four. Thirty-four and a half, dude. They all got halves. Come on. Okay, whatever. everything's a half. With whatever. Did he not? Did he? Didn't he reach the forty home run plateau last year? Yeah. And see, here's the thing. It's like he's only getting better. Yeah, but the thing is, like, he could get hurt, and he's been hurt he's every year. Become. I think he's starting to get to that level where people are going to start putting him on more, which it could really damage his numbers. Because the uh, year he put up was absurd. Yeah. He's clearly him and Trout are clearly the next two best players for years to well, come. That's been that way for a couple of years. I feel like. And with Bryce, if he's sitting in the three or the four spot and he's leading off an inning, there's no reason to throw him anything to hit. There's no reason to. No, he's great. He's great. But I think 34 is still a little bit too low yeah, for would, what he did yeah, last year. Yeah, I would year. agree. I think Nelson Cruz is low because I think he's just a power hitter. And what's, he's like what's, 32 and a half. Yeah, but I think he's on the downside of his career. And yeah, you said that when he signed with Seattle. I remember what yeah, you said. You said, oh, hated you're, oh you're like, oh, he's going to be so bad. And then what did he do? He put up an all-star year. Yeah, he yeah, hit yeah, 40 yeah. homers. Yeah, because he went to Seattle, and that's usually where hitters go to die, except for that. <laughs> Anyone who I say is going to be, yeah, so just don't listen to me. All right. Um, one that I thought was um, too low, David Ortiz. Final year. The man still strictly DHs, so yeah. he has nothing to worry about fielding. His head can be clear for hitting. He has a loaded lineup. 26 and a half home runs eh. for Big Poppy. That sounds about right. 
I think he's going to. I think he's at least 30 this year. Okay. In the going out season. Uh, he also might get hurt, more. which is a concern at his yeah, age. Yeah, he could, he could always get hurt. At his he's, age. Uh, wasn't Bautista's 30-something? Oh. Bautista's 32-and-a-half. I liked uh, Miggy's over 27-and-a-half. Yeah, I mean, I Miggy's going to get his. Well, I feel like since he's getting older, he's just trying to hit home runs now more than just be a complete hitter that no, he used to be. That's all he's got to do. That's all he got to do. Uh, interesting. 27-and-a-half. Same with Correa. Yeah, under. Just take it. I'll take I like Miggy's over. Uh I think Bautista's was what, thirty. Who's projected to lead the league in home runs this year? Is that Chris Davis still? Um he's not even listed in the home runs. That is Stanton's more. listed at thirty seven and a half. Yeah. Uh that makes sense. Yeah, that's the highest on here. The next is Harper's thirty four and a half. Interesting. Interesting. Uh what is Anthony Rendon to win the batting title? It's not on here, but <laughs> I'm it's gonna a take real it. Real good bet. A lot of value there. <laughs> Uh, all right, what should we go to next? Uh, you want to go to pitchers? Sure. I saw that Pineda is a, a dark horse for the Cy Young. Is he really? Yeah, he, I think he's. I think he's. he's oh, yeah, he's on here. Plus four thousand. So Jake Odorizzi. Why? Plus six thousand or and uh, Taiwan Walker. No. Plus four. Nope. Jordan Zimmerman. A lot of guys I like on here. Nope, not happening. Uh, so pitching the AL Cy Young. Um. Chris Sale and David Price are the two front runners. I wish I could bet against David Price, but and can I short David Price stock? Probably could. <laughs> Find some 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 ones that I like that are a little more down the list. Um, I like Dallas Keuchel, plus five hundred. Won it last I think year. It's good value. He hasn't allowed a run this spring. I don't think it's incredible. Did he give any to the Phillies today? Probably no, not. I don't think so. Uh, Chris Archer well, he's been a big fan. He's plus seven hundred, but it's just. Can't raise, compete, because, I mean, it's hard to give the Cy Young to a pitcher on the worst team of baseball. Well, I mean, they've done it. Well, Felix a couple years ago. Yeah, it. but, I mean, that was also an unbelievable year. Yeah. Like, Chris Archer would have to have mind-blowing numbers. Yep. Um, I would say Garrett Richards, but that's just me, because I think the Angels are going to be really good this year. But he's plus 2,000, so that's a ton of value for a guy that throws 100 miles an hour and gets a lot of outs, a lot of and- strikeouts. Can move the ball wherever he wants. Yeah, and in a week, I think a week AL West, where he's pitching against them more often than not, I think he, uh, I mean, the A's lineup isn't very good. Uh, I don't think, uh, I don't think that Houston's offense is as good, because they're just a home run, a bunch of home run hitters with the exception of really Altuve. And, and Springer. Yeah, their top of the lineup is pretty good, but the bottom, I mean, they're guys that just strike out a bunch, like Evan Gaddis and, you know, Luis Valbuena. Luis Valbuena. I had him last year for a little yeah. bit. Um, what is Jose Fernandez going off at? Because I know he has the innings limit, but he has looked downright uh, dominant. He's plus 900. See, I think that might I, be something. I can't, I can't see it with an innings limit. He's All not right. going to be pitching the last month of the season. If they're in the playoff run, I can't see them. They're not going to do it. I know that. But he's still good. I think Arietta is going to have a worse year than last year because he can't well, keep up yeah. with those numbers. I mean, not a really bold uh, statement right there. All right, how about you shut <laughs> up? Uh, I like Matt Harvey for Cy Young, plus 800. Great. Now that he's peeing again, that's good to see. <laughs> that was uh, definitely an STD. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, Zach Greinke, plus 1,500. Yeah, I know it's but, a huge hitter's ballpark in Arizona. And it's the West, which has some good lineups. Yeah, I know. Eh. Uh, Kershaw. What's Kershaw? Plus a hundred, he's the favorite. He's always good favorite. value. How about, how about this one? How about Michael Waka plus no. four thousand? No, is that what Pineda is too? Uh, I think Pineda's yeah, four thousand. 
Waka, I mean, I like Michael Waka. I do too, but I'm not gonna put money on him to win the. Steven Strasburg or Garrett Cole plus twelve hundred. It's low. Yeah, I think he's better than. I think he should have better than. I think Scherzer's gonna have a down year. As it hurts me to say, but he's plus eight hundred. Degrom's plus eight hundred. Where's Strasburg? Plus nine hundred value. Like honestly, I could take any. You could take like six guys that are not named Clayton Kershaw, and if one of them wins, you will make money. Yeah, I mean Strasburg last year. I mean, well, his second half numbers were insane, weren't they? Like, with the exception of Arietta, he had I think the second best second half last year. And that's what translates into future success is what he did the year before in the second yeah. half. So, I think Strasburg's gonna have a monster year. Yeah, and really, finally he's become pitched, he's been pitching really well this spring. He's too. finally gonna become the guy that everyone kind of uh, ex- expected him to be when he came out of San Diego State. Uh, interesting contract year. It's the perfect time to show what you got. Absolutely, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So maybe a little futures out on Strasburg. Uh-huh. We like him a lot. All right, you want to go to uh, MVPs? MVPs, let's do it. Well, we'll start in the AL. Trout. Uh, your man Mookie Betts, plus 900. Good value. Very good. The guy's a monster. Uh, how about Jose Bautista, plus 2,000? I guess The man he, could if, hit 50 home runs. If he has the best year of the Jays, could they give it to him? Yeah, I mean, Trout, happy favorite. He's only plus 140. Uh, Donaldson's plus 320. Machado, plus 400. Uh, I'm not have... really high on Manny Machado as much as I thought I was when he was 19 and killing it in the minor leagues. Not for an MVP. No. Uh, Cabrera, I think plus 800 is too much to give him, too. Yeah, he's been fall- Yeah, he's, he's falling down. On the downside of his career, for sure. Uh, they have Chris Davis on here, plus 2,000. No, strikes out too much. Uh, J.D. Martinez. Boring, no. Robbie Cano. Nope, there's only yeah. – it's pretty much it's just a Trout. Guys. A couple guys. Trout and Mookie. Might be the plays. That's it. Yeah. All right. NL. Harper. My man Bryce. Plus one eighty. Where's Franco on there? God, are you, can you can you imagine? Not on here. Can you imagine? Yasiel Puig's on here though. It's dumb. He hasn't been good. How about how about Nolan Arenado plus fifteen hundred? Oh, wow, that's way too. The high. Rockies got to win seventy Dude, games. Though. Plus fifteen hundred for for the guy who's hitting six hundred this a spring. Top five player in baseball probably. Yeah. That is dumb. That's dumb. That's a that's a lot right there. Uh, Goldie has to be up there. Plus five hundred, beast. Uh, Chris Bryant plus eight hundred. Nope, nah, strikes out too I don't much. Know about that, uh, I think Chris Bryant's a tad bit overrated. But that's yeah, I mean, he's still really young. He's got a lot of time to figure it out. Is he that young though? Yeah, he's like what 24? Yeah. yeah, he's is he that young. young? How about how about this? Buster Posey. It's a giant year. Even year plus twelve hundred for the man who does it all. Yeah. Yeah, does he hit enough? They win. Though? They win the NL. I think he has a legitimate shot, unless he has a bad year, of course. But if he does what Buster Posey does, he ever to does do. he ever really have a bad year? Oh no, no. never. Only when he breaks his leg. Interesting. So we bu- definitely Arenado might be a play. Yeah, I mean that's what a hundred to win fifteen hundred. Yep, that would be amazing. Okay, so maybe Arenado. Also, bets a hundred to win nine hundred in the the AL. Like it. What was Harper's plus one? Plus one eighty. One eighty. So Trout's the overarching MVP favorite. Yep. Okay. Uh yeah, and then we have I mean we have pitchers wins on here we no, have let's do division total division ones okay uh let me pull that up on here because if I had to go right now but hold on well not later but we might have to look up oh you, you already gave me the uh, Indians win total which is like eighty six eighty five and a half yeah I like the Indians because I like Kluber Salazar Carrasco one two three I like their lineup with Kitness Lindor uh. Jan Gomes, Carlos Santana, Michael Brantley. Well, your Indians are the favorite to win the AL Central. 
Interesting. Plus 150, the Kansas City Royals plus just 155. That's stupid. <laughs> that doesn't entice me enough. Why can't they just make it like one, at least 170? I mean, dude, everyone, they are sleeping on the Orioles plus 900 to win the division. I still, I don't, and the they, Rays plus 600. They don't have the pitching, good. I'm telling you. That's what I'm saying. Um, okay, so if I had to go right now, I would take, in the NL East, I would take the Nats. And they are plus or minus one hundred five. Minus one hundred five. Okay, so we'll take we'll take the Nats there. You agree with me because you're obviously a Nat yep. turd fan. I'm not a fan of the New York Mets either. So okay, so AL East. Uh, it has to be. Uh, I guess it doesn't have to be Blue Jays, but I'll go Blue Jays. I like the Jays. They're plus one forty. The Red Sox are plus one fifty, but I think they're gonna finish third. You know what happens when you try to buy your way through free agency? It yep. doesn't work out. I like the Yankees to finish second. They're plus two eighty to win the division. So there's some value there. Uh, yeah, I like the Blue Jays to win the AL East. Uh, Too stacked. That lineup is going to be the best lineup yeah. we've seen in, in a long time. Move to the Central. Move to the Central. The Cubs are minus 230, so they're really not giving anyone else a chance. Why? 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 They're giving the Cardinals plus 260. I'll take the, the Cardinals. Plus 300. I'll take the Cardinals. I really like the Cardinals, Think about too. that. Think about that. Why is that so lopsided, but the Mets... And Nats are like right there. When you could say the Mets are just as good as the Cubs because they beat them last year. Because they just think everyone thinks the Cubs are like going to win the World Series. Because because they bring in Hayward. I think Hayward, Hayward is so overrated. Lackey. They brought in some guys. They did, but still, I mean, the Cardinals are the Cardinals. And they get Adam Wayne right back this year, but yeah. they lost Lackey. Oh, big deal, John Lackey. <laughs> what's, sure up, what's up with Lance Lynn? Is he is he hurt? I think he's hurt. Yeah. Is that- they, they still have Jaime. They a preview on him, and he wasn't listed. They like, still have Jaime. They still have Carlos Martinez. Uh, I don't. I think. Jaime I like Jaime. I think Jaime Garcia sucks. I think he's silent. I think he sucks. Maybe it's because he dominated the Phillies for like three years. But um, I like Waka. Waka. I like Martinez. Martinez. Dude, that's Wayne, dumb. right? Stuff. There's, there's three stars right there. You have Grychuk, Piscotti, uh, Peralta, Molina. Well, Peralta's gonna be out for a little bit. Oh yeah, he's out but for they, a little bit. They brought in real underrated uh, Jed Jerko. They underrated did. deal. He could play second or short, so they may need him at short. Peralta hurt. They're just, you, I mean, plus 260 is just way too much, yeah. in my opinion. And Ken, the pride of the PSAC, Matt Adams, regain his first base job. Can he? With and Steven Piscotti there. Put Piscotti in the outfield. Ken, with Randall Greichuk. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so NL Central, you think Cardinals? I think Cardinals. I mean, it's not even that I think they're going to win it, just at plus 260, it's way too much value. Yeah. All right, so we go to the AL Central. Like I said, Indians plus 150. I personally like the Royals at plus 155 because I think Man, they're... They just won the World Series. And <laughs> they're the best team in that division. There's, You can't convince me otherwise. Okay. You can't. I like the Indians, but I also think the Royals win the division. Uh, so then we'll move to the NL West where the Dodgers are favorite, and I like the Giants at plus 115. The Dodgers should not be favorited. They shouldn't I mean, be. Does Vegas still think Zach Grinke pitches there or something? I don't know. I don't know. They're number two right now is Scott Casimir, I think. Wow. Uh, Scott Casimir had a pretty good year yeah, last year. He's, he's not Zach Granke. They still have just like just lefties. <laughs> I think so. Kershaw, Casimir, Brett Anderson, Ryu. <laughs> all these, all he's these, back. All these lefties. Yeah, they have, their rotation's falling. They'll bring up Jose De Leon at some point. He's pretty good. I like him. Um, how, about, how about Urias? Is he, uh, is he almost uh, ready? Stop. You're away? Stop. You're away? Stop. He's too good. Okay. <laughs> um, Jock. I'm actually higher on than most people because I own him and because you own him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. You heard that. Uh, Yeah, I think he, I mean, he was terrible, obviously, in the second half of the year last year. But 
he changes swing approach, and it looks a lot better. Doesn't look terrible. Uh, he still hit like 22 home runs in the first half last year. Uh, he still has it all. Corey Seager, great. I like. I have him in my other league, my fantasy league. But I like what the Giants did this offseason. I oh, think yeah. Samarja plays perfectly with that ballpark. Uh, Cueto has been there. Uh, Kane, you know, they got a good stat. They got good stat. I like the offense. They, I mean, Buster Posey's the best catcher, I think, in baseball. They have a great, like, they just have a team of ball players. Like, uh, Brandon Crawf- Crawford, Joe good, Panic. A lot of sweet swinging lefties. Yeah. Belt, Crawford, Panic. I don't like Belt. You don't like Belt? I like Belt. Yeah. He's on the list. Burn me 100 pounds? I don't like 100 pounds. Wow. I thought you like Hunter Pence. He ruined the Phillies. Well, that's absurd to say. Had a double play every time. There's a runner on first. All right, so, so we'll both take the Giants. Yeah. And we finish off here. AL West. The Astros are plus 100. Should be. Uh, the Rangers well, are plus 230. That's going to be fun. I hope I hope they meet up in the uh, in the AL pennant. I would actually throw some money on the team I'm super high on this year. The one team I'm always super high on, the LA Angels, plus 400. I think that's, that's good value for them. Pretty good. I mean, they're the best player in baseball. Yeah. So I like the Angels this year. They're my they're my team this year. My non Nats team. Okay. Last year was the Jays, and that turned out pretty well. So interesting. I'm not as high on the Angels as you. Uh, I feel like they always have that random guy that I've never heard of. That's pretty good, like CJ Crone. <laughs> like just <laughs> random guys. Um, interesting. So you like the Angels? I don't even know who my dark horse team is. Uh, maybe the Yanks. Maybe the Phils. Oh, God. Phils over 64 and a half wins. You could essentially say with the value that the Cardinals are a dark horse. Yeah. Plus 230. That's just just classic overhyping the Cubbies. Um, Is there any other futures you want to get to? Um... I mean, I'm not really. There's not many other futures I think, here on our site. I think the wins are stupid because yeah, we're not I, even gonna look at that. They had a a couple like stat ones, like the the league leader in average in either the AL or NL was a 341. Anthony Rendon. I don't think anyone's gonna hit 341. That's, that's pretty high. That's high. I mean, that home runs a... was 44 and a half home runs. That's a lot. Um, although I could see Chris Davis. You know, he just mashes the ball. Chris and runs. Jose. Yeah. Uh, RBIs was 125 and a half. Okay, that's uh, that seems reachable for some pl- some players. Yeah, I think um, so too. And stolen bases was like sixty two and a half or something. It was high, but you got you know Delano and DeSh- yeah, the Shields. You had some guys that can Billy, run. who was not a good fantasy player. Don't take him, please. Don't <laughs> take him. Just if you want my advice, don't take Billy Hamilton in, in fantasy. So watch, he's gonna have a monster year. That's just how it goes with my with my predictions. Is that anything I don't like automatically turns out to be a great you know. Have a great season, like I didn't like Jaleel, and of course the Sixers got him. So, just my kind of luck. That's gonna do it for here on the If I Were a Gambling Man podcast. We're also on iTunes. If you search If I Were a Gambling Man podcast, that's exciting. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, go Phillies over sixty-four and a half wins, and Anthony Rendon for the batting title. Baseball Sunday, people.